Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I'm not allowed to come. It's against the rules. I'm going to have you both with me by your birthday, though. Don't tell her that. It's bullshit, and you're confusing her. I'm going to get a house for us all real soon. Okay, that's enough, Bunny. Are we really going to have my birthday at our new house? Yes, baby. And we can go to the hot pools. Bunny, sorry, I'm going to have to end the visit today. The last time I saw Essie Davis was when I watched the made-for-TV feature film Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears, which I reviewed for this programme back in lockdown last year. Ms Davis absolutely owned that character, the doughty Australian detective with the great frocks, as she had for more than 30 episodes of the ABC series Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries in the early years of the last decade. So I have to note how unrecognisable she is in the new New Zealand drama The Justice of Bunny King, directed by first-time feature director Gayson Thavat. She plays the eponymous bunny with a full-throated commitment and carries the film on her shoulders. Bunny King is a single mother living in Auckland, but without her kids. She's homeless, crashing on her sister and brother-in-law's couch and supplementing the meagre benefit with the cash from washing car windscreens at an intersection. As it happens, one of the most dangerous occupations you can find. But the camaraderie amongst her fellow window washers is something for her to cling on to. We don't know why the state has custody of her kids, but we can guess that it must have been something traumatic because Bunny is perpetually on edge and desperate to get them back. But to have them returned, first she needs a home for them. And in this crazy market, well, tell her she's dreaming. Is this carpet new? There are a lot of people interested, just so you know. Oh, no, no, I'm going to take it. Ah, no, I mean... Look, have you got any references? It's just pointless if you don't leave one. Oh, yeah, my, my sister's my landlord. I'll give you her number. Uh, and I'll need proof of income, a payslip or letter from your employer. I'm self-employed. How much is your benefit? $230 plus accommodation supplement. Thanks for coming. One sec. I just didn't see the bathroom. With a strong heart, but with what you might call a distorted tactical awareness, Bunny gets thrown out of her sister's place, but she manages to rescue her niece, Tonya, played by Thomas and Mackenzie, in full misunderstood teenager mode. The pair of them hit the road to try and find the rest of the family, fostered, as I said, on behalf of the state, so they can celebrate the birthday of Shannon, her youngest, played by Emily Baines, and spend the day as a family at the Hot Pools. This rash promise made so early in the film, at a moment of such raw vulnerability and under such pressure, 
is a promise that she cannot back down from. One of the first lessons you learn as a parent is never to disappoint a child. And for the most part, you handle that by managing expectations, not making promises you know you can't keep. But Bunny can't help herself, and so begins a relentless spiral into inevitable tragedy. The film reminded me of Mike Lee's classic from 1993, Naked, which introduced the world to David Thewlis. Bunny charges through this film on her mission, alienating everyone she meets. Now, some of those people could do with a bit of alienating, quite frankly, but some of them don't. Some are just trying to do their best in a bad situation, and when they get caught up in the whirlwind of Bunny King, they just end up having a very bad day of their own. Can you ask Bevan? He's already letting you stay. You've got to stand on your own two feet. I'm not asking you to be their guardian. This is Bevan's house. It's his rules. You're talking about me. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's real cold and shitty down there in the garage, Bunny. I will get blankets. I'll get a heater. I'll still look after the kids. I'll look after Cynthia. I'll do the meals. I'll even clean your car once a week. <laughs> It'd be nice for the kids to spend time with their cousins. Of course. Now you could pay some more rent. That'd be cool. Thanks, babe. You didn't have to do that. Family's family, love. I'm off to bed. Bye. Bye. My favourite performance happens to be from Tanya Heke as Trish, the supervisor of the government organisation responsible for child welfare, as Bunny's years of frustration and pain put her on a collision course with the authorities. She's calm and soft-spoken, but world-weary, as if she sees things like this every day, which she probably does. The justice of Bunny King lets you draw your own conclusions about the root causes of all this dislocation, alienation and fracture. But I wouldn't have minded a little bit more of a steer towards those causes, 40 years of neoliberal economic orthodoxy and self-focused, anti-community, materialistic social values. They've left us in this state, not the rather helpless social workers or foster carers on whom Bunny vents her rage. They are victims in all of this too, forced to reduce the people in their care to cogs in a soulless system. It's a system that serves nobody. The Justice of Bunny King is a great showcase for New Zealand's women cinema makers. Ginny Lone behind the camera, Kushla Dillon as editor, Rose Guthrie's production design. And Kirsty Cameron's costumes managed to make what might have become poverty tropes interesting and colourful but still authentic. My bum notes were rare, but I have to acknowledge them. The occasional falling back on cliched images like giant power transformers, freight trains and dogs roaming free, the universal signifiers of the working class, and the occasional sense that screenwriter Sophie Henderson, or maybe it's back in the bones of the story by Henderson, Thavat and Greg King, that the scales are loaded too heavily against Bunny from the start. Is there one too many traumas to overcome? But that worry soon passes as the filmmaking carries you along. 
I didn't know she was coming back. One night he shook her so hard. And then he just slammed her into a wall. I remember looking at him and thinking, I want to do to you what you did to her. I got this animal rage. The Justice of Bunny King is rated M for domestic abuse themes, violence and offensive language. It's playing in select cinemas all over New Zealand now. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.